in the United States, 80% of suicides are committed by men. Uh. Yeah. It's life shit. Yeah. It's life shit is like, it's like, it's bump the fuck out, bro. for real. See, to live is to suffer. But to survive, well, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. Welcome back, Sensible Society. This is Sizable Sets Podcast, powered by KT Miller and Janae Duckett. And we're here because of the statistic that you just heard. 80% of suicides are committed by men in the United States. This is a very important topic and it needs to be discussed. And we actually have two guests here to help us with this discussion. Y'all want to introduce yourselves? My name is Rashad. My name is Tay. Okay, so we have Rashad and Tay here, and I want to give a backdrop of why we actually decided to pick these two young black men, Um, starting with Tay. Tay has a group. Um, Do you want to call it a group? What do you call it? Organization. Organization. There we go. Tay has an organization called... Black Men's Healing Circle. And he focuses on healing black men, bringing them together, letting them come together and discuss their feelings. I haven't been to a meeting, but I know that's the gist of it. And he's on the healing side. And with Rashad, Rashad has battled mental health for majority of his life. And I feel like he would be a perfect example of a young man to come in here and speak his truth. So I just wanted both sides of the spectrum, and I wanted to say why we chose these two black men. Yeah, and I feel like we always kind of give a variety when we have guests, you know what I'm saying, like both sides of the spectrum, both sides of it. So I think this is going to be really dope. I think it's going to um, open a lot of eyes. Mm -hmm. Because when I heard that statistic, it was actually on a mental health broadcast. Right. Me and Janae woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning Right. to listen to this mental health broadcast that lasted two hours. Two hours. And we listened to the whole thing because this is how dedicated we are to our craft. Exactly. And putting this out into the universe. I don't know too many people who would woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning. And it is Suicide Awareness Week, right? Month. It's actually, it's, they call it um, suicide Prevention Month, yeah. September. Yeah, and it's crazy because when we dropped the first episode last week, it just aligned that way. We didn't even know it was Suicide Prevention Month at all. Right. And Janae um, spoke about her personal journey over the summer and why we weren't doing a podcast, and we just so happened to be in line with the universe. So I think that's dope. So we were listening to this broadcast and you know they they 
spoke about mental health in general. But when they spoke about men, it was just so shocking to me. Had y'all ever heard of that statistic before? Yeah. I hadn't. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. Okay. So when you heard this statistic, how did it make you feel? Uh, Honestly, it made me feel... See, like, I'm an empath, so it's like... I felt it emotionally. As soon as I heard it, I, I felt like, even though I don't have suicidal thoughts, I done had times where I just didn't thought about what if. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew right. I wasn't going to do it. It was right. just like, what if? Like, what if I did it? Would people care? Just because, like, as a child, I dealt with abandonment issues more like with my mother. So it's like, I kind of never, I, I used to always kind of want friends when I was younger. Like, right. I was like the, the friend that, I was the realest. And I always have been, like, when I'm around people, I'm always overdoing. Like, if I'm doing... Going the extra mile. Yeah, like, if I'm your friend, like, I'm going to make sure you good. Like, if I'm good, you good. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it always, it's just like, damn, why did I do that? You're getting killed every time, but that ain't... It ain't who I am. I done had times where I'm like, shit, I'm going to stop, you know what I'm saying, looking out for people, but shit, it ain't really for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn who to deal with to kind of just cut it out. Right. So it don't make me cold-hearted. You know what I'm um, when I heard it, yeah, I can't really say I wasn't surprised about it. Cause mm -hmm. let's say if I got ten male friends, I probably heard six or seven of them. You know what I mean? Well. Talk about a moment or a time in their life that they done went through something. And then I guess being in the position where I done went through it, I'm still dealing with it. Like I'm just if I'm one person and I feel it, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me that the next person. Right. Who probably not in a situation. I mean, I'm in a good situation in my life, just not in a good situation mentally, I guess. Yeah. So, I feel like that's a constant thing. Yeah, it is constant, though. It's it's always going to be a journey. Yeah. That's what matters most, though. Yeah. I feel like it starts from childhood trauma. Yeah. Right. So, Janae, how did it make you feel? Um, I was... Surprised. I was surprised, especially when um, I was reading up on how it said that more women try to commit suicide, but more men are actually successful. Yep. Um, so that shocked me a whole, whole lot. Um, and like I said before we started filming, I had never really been around a whole lot of men. Mm -hmm. So like to find that out, it was just like, wow. Because usually I'm on the outside, like, looking in when right. it comes down to men. So, like, to be like, I need to watch what I say. Because I can come off a little rude sometime or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just watch what I say. And I'm trying to have more male friends so that I can kind of see what that feels like to be on the inside. Right. Mm -hmm. To me, I ain't going to lie. It really shocked me. I kept saying it over and over, like, with Janae. We talked after the broadcast. And that's the only thing, like, I kept saying over and over. Like, I cannot believe this. Yeah. 80%. That's just shocking right. to me. And it's also shocking that more women attempt it, but more men are successful. Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel like men, when they do it, they're, it's, it's they're doing the end. It. They're doing it's, it. It's the dead ass. It's the end right. of the thing. Like, I don't, I look into like exactly how, but I just don't, I think that's too much to discuss because there's a lot of different ways and I feel like that might be a trigger for somebody so Could I don't be. I don't want to discuss that but yeah um it's just crazy to me that more men or are successful with it right um and reading the statistics 
a lot of it also has to do with substance abuse. Because I'm learning that it seems like based on what I've been reading, that most male, instead of like going to get help, Mm -hmm. they'll cope with like alcohol or drugs or a mixture of the two. They self-medicate. Yeah, basically. I know I self-medicate a lot. Like that's true. Because when I be stressed out and I be feeling some type of way, the most time all I want to do is drink. And alcohol addiction is part of the, it's on the mental health spectrum. Alcohol abuse, substance abuse, all that, that addictive behavior. And it's crazy because alcoholism was a part of my family, like growing up. I can remember so many times opening the refrigerator, getting something to drink, and it was gin from my grandma. That's all she drank. Which she yeah. used to go into rages. That's how my grandfather was. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And when it comes to substance abuse and suicide, a lot of men kill themselves by overdosing. And I do want to say this because I learned this again in therapy mm-hmm. that alcohol and marijuana are considered to be what they call downers, mm-hmm. which means if you are depressed, they say that it can tend to make you more depressed. I can see that being true. Uh, I can't agree. I can't agree with that either. It you doesn't think so. I mean, I, I, mean, can't, I can't. Especially alcohol. I think it depends on what you're struggling. Yeah, but but marijuana, yeah. it's yeah. a difference between true and factual. See, that's yeah. what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they they thinking it. That's what they go off of. So it's more of like what they using as statistics for it. But mm-hmm. when you're actually doing it, like. Honestly, I think it saves a lot of people. You meet people that when they get straight off work, like, weed. Yes, saves weed. a lot of people. Yes. Alcohol weed. too for me though. I don't think I've ever. I mean, you know, I'm talking. You know, I'm not saying that it, it ain't for anybody else. You know, for anybody else, it could be. I'm true, talking about more as like on a safety level. Say getting drunk and you just drinking and you go out. And that's not shit. safe, right? And you know what I'm saying? You okay, like, yeah, that's right. You, you know right. what I'm saying? On yeah. that level, I feel when you hit that weed, you like. You chill. I'm a, yeah, man. You know yeah. what? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna calm down. So if you mean downer like that, then yeah. But it, it's not a down. It don't make. Well, I'm sick. saying right. Yeah. I ain't never. I ain't never been sad or depressed and got drunk and ended up sadder. That's all I'm saying. You ain't never like gotten drunk and cried or right. been in your feelings. Right. I ain't gotta be start tasting the people happen. you love because that's what I start doing. I start. Oh yeah, that's what I. That's why yeah, I don't really start tasting the people I love. But I, I think they meant it because they explained it to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like why it's considered a downer. Mm-hmm. Um. Because like it's really like if you're on medications. Okay. I want to put that out there. It's like if you're on medications because it can kind of like distort those medications and increase those suicidal thoughts. Okay. Increase the urge to want to do it. I so if that. you are on medications, you really shouldn't be drinking alcohol or smoking marijuana or doing any other kind of substance. I don't know. I th- I personally feel like alcohol is dangerous. Yeah. Severely mm-hmm. dangerous. Weed. Nah. We. That's debatable. I don't know why that's debatable. It's not debatable. But really, it's a plant. To me, right. But <laughs> alcohol is so dangerous because it has killed so many people. Not even like... On purpose. Exactly. You know, drunk yeah. drivers. So and then it messes with your liver. Once your you liver fails, your kidneys fail. You, you know what I'm saying? You got that strap on you. Yeah. Bust, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, that's right. the main reason why I don't go to clubs. Because I can't be yeah, around man. a whole bunch of drunk people. You're not yourself. That's why they call them spirits, though. You ever seen they call them spirits? Mm-hmm. They call them spirits yeah, they do. It, that's what they do to you. you. Turn turn you into someone else. It ain't you. 
And that's you know what I'm saying? You know, drunk man's tail. People don't go, you know what I'm saying? They don't read up on it, but yeah, that's why they call them spirits. When you mm. drink it, it turn you into something if you do too much of it. Right. You feel it creeping up on you. You feel yourself changing over when you're drinking. You know what I'm saying? Do. And that's the point. Yeah. That's really the point for a lot of people, too. It's just like you got to know when to stop. Like, boy, Go you know, somewhere else. Like, nah. Like, you're not going to take over me. Because once that spirit take over you, it's over you. It's over. Yeah. So when people be like, oh, I did this. I was drunk. And some people don't excuse. I mean, it's not excusable, but it's excusable. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's true. So... That's something they would have never did had they been in their right mind. Yeah. Exactly. But I feel like that is prevalent in um, our community, and that has been prevalent for a very long time, alcoholism. Uh, when it comes to substance abuse, it that has increased over the years. But, but it has changed because, you know, it was the crack era. Then yeah. it was this era. But now we have opioids. Yeah. And that is just killing. But, but opioids is really just... Opioids I mean, it's killing the white community. Yes, it's, it's really it's killing community. the white community. It's killing the black community too, though. Yeah, it's true, but yeah. it's a it's but a they, white, it's the white. I don't want to negate it just because it's killing the white community, but it's killing us. Oh, we talking about? I mean, oh, we yeah. talking about yeah, overall yeah, yeah. facts of it though. Yeah, overall facts. Well, I feel like it's only being like you know like a big outrage about it because of who because it's affecting. It's, and that's 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 the point that I was getting to. Uh huh. So when we had the crack epidemic, they, they just care. put more of it in the community. Right now it was, it's like oh come to safety. It's when it like, was cocaine, you know yeah, that was the white man. They damaged families. And you know just, what I mean? So it's like that's just, it's the same thing now. They gonna they gonna want to care to fix that because it's affecting white people. Mm-hmm. Like any other they ain't fixed it though. They trying to. Yeah, well, they are because they are suing these companies the now. Johnson, yeah. Johnson and Johnson yeah. just got sued for five seventy. But look yeah. how long look how long they know they've yeah. been doing it, but it was just affecting us. Right. I don't think, you know I don't think they gonna I don't think they're gonna get that money out of Johnson and Johnson though. No, that's a deal. It's gonna something gonna work out. I think they are gonna I don't, I don't know. think so. Yeah. If you if you actually read the story on it, you know what I mean? I, I read the article. I, I thought it was a step in the right direction. But the way that they tried to handle Johnson and Johnson in the whole situation, because you know they wanted some billion, they wanted like a billion dollars or like mm-hmm. seven billion dollars. That's what they. And wanted. I wonder where is they going to? That's what they wanted to go to drug. It was supposed to be dispersed over twenty years, and like every year, uh, wherever it was at Oklahoma, wherever the stuff happened, I at, think it was. They were supposed to get a lump sum settlement like every year to the sum of like some billion over mm-hmm. twenty years to like refix. Fix whatever. And the, this is just in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's just one spot. That's so crazy. it was. It's more so a scheme to, like I said, you know, it's it's companies being sued in every state. Pretty, I'm pretty sure, like all the major opioid states, it's companies being sued everywhere. Mm-hmm. So this first little wind, technically that it was for the people, was supposed to open the door up and hopefully get everything else rolling. Mm-hmm. But they tried to make it seem like it was solely Johnson and Johnson's fault, like it was solely them. Yeah. But. The argument that they made, the Johnson Johnson made, was a fair argument. You know what I mean? I don't remember the specs of it, but you know they still got they still got appeals to go through. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I can't say how sure I am that they're gonna get that five hundred and seventy two million out of Johnson Johnson. But you see how serious it is. Like substance abuse is serious, and it's mostly men, right? Yeah. Predominantly men that suffers from substance abuse issues. Right. And um, so. I kind of did want to touch on like the explanation because I really do want to know like their take on why they feel like men are more successful or why men are, you know, killing themselves. I really want to hear like the standpoint on that. Like, what's what's going on? What do we need to do? I don't feel like we have like outlets. Okay. Like 
if your significant other not open to you expressing yourself, then that plays a big factor as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like because now we're not them little kids that we looking for mama to be there. Now we like, well, I want the people around me to want to know what's going on. I feel like we need to be more open to what our friends got going on and our significant others. Yeah. So somebody close to you, like instead of like if your friend be like, man, fuck it, I'm about to go get a bottle, be like, nah, what's wrong? Why why you wanna go get drunk, bro? Like instead of doing it with you, like ask you like why? Because yeah. it's a it's a reason why you wanna go do this. Like it's a reason why you drinking so much. So instead of me going and doing these things with you and partaking in these activities, I feel like I need to sit you down and really just build with you, like what's going on with you? Because a lot of homeboys don't even do that though. And I feel like you have to be in a good mental state to do that. Right. Yeah. A lot of homeboys will be willing to go drink with you they're going because they're going through a lot it too. Yeah. You yeah. hanging around? You hanging around what you are? Yes. It's not helping you. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like your homeboys ain't really your homeboys. You got to separate, elevate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. If your homeboy, if you don't got that one homeboy, it's like nah, bro. We ain't anybody go do that. You you are not hanging around the right people. Yeah, you're not hanging around the right people. Yeah, that's a fact. I understand that. I feel like a lot of it got to do with outlets. Like I say, like okay, if our old lady ain't talking to us, most of the time we go holler at home. But like, but goddamn, well my girl tripping for. But then some of your homeboys don't want to hear that shit. Like man, nigga, stop crying. Right, right. Yeah, I'm saying, but you for real though. That's what I was about to get into. Like (laughs) on a on a deeper like on a deeper note. Like being a man in, in itself. It's already challenging Like it's been times You know I go home to my fiance And I cry to her mm-hmm. And it's like You know I tell her That I'm glad I'm able to come home And cry to you Because every day I get up I gotta go out that door And I gotta be brass And I gotta be bold And I gotta act like It ain't Masculine this Because yeah You know what I'm saying yeah. if, I, if I if I cry about something Oh I'm in my feelings You know what I'm saying Oh I'm this Or I'm dead And I'm I'm not a man anymore Yeah You know what I mean And it, that I believe like That in itself Is like It's a lot Yeah It's a lot You know what I'm saying if, if you ain't got no girl To go home to Like I think With females It's natural You know It's it's accepted yeah. If you went out In the grocery store tomorrow Y'all And broke nurture. down And fell out It's gonna be 40 people Around you holding you Oh my What's god wrong? Yeah. Like you see a nigga Doing it like <laughs> what is he about to do? You right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. In the store? Yeah. yeah. Ain't nobody yeah. walking up to him like, you know, are you okay? Niggas are like, what? They we looking crazy for uh, real. Crying in the store? It's yeah. like that, you know what I mean? Like, and I, 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 another thing that I hate about like suicide stuff is people are quick to say that when you commit suicide, you took the easy way out because, as I don't know, as a man. It's one of the hardest decisions that you can make in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. if you're serious about it, if you're really serious about it, it's not. It's nothing easy about it. It's mm-hmm. nothing nowhere anywhere close to being easy about it. You feel mm-hmm. me? And coming from somebody like I said, my life is good. I mean, overall, my kids are taken care of. You know, I got a nice family, nice household. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm pretty successful. I feel like I got a good future ahead of me. But it ain't about none of that. Yeah, right. Ain't about none of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's about the inside, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, when you want to kill yourself or you going through it, you are thinking about like, yeah, man, you know, I got this nice family, I got this going on. Like, you don't really want to leave that stuff. So the people who have came to that point in their bridge in their life and took their life, man, you know, I can't imagine like what they felt. What they felt, yeah. You know, Tino, you know what I mean, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. He did it. A dude that I worked with, a dude named Patrick that I worked in my job where he was my manager and I hated him like on some managerial stuff. I remember. Because he got on my... He killed himself. Yeah. 
drove down to Florida to his house, his home state. You know what I mean? Shot himself in the head. And it was like, that's why it doesn't surprise me because even in my small life or my small you know people. people, I know people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I know these people though. Like, yo, what the hell was they going through? Like, you know, but I know he was going through a little divorce and, you know, some family issues, but nobody ever thought that it was like that. Because when you seen him and you talked to him, he was a, he was himself. He didn't seem like he was slipping off. You know, to me, I used to be that person who said, oh, that's the easy way out. Mm -hmm. I think that's selfish as hell. I, I don't understand it. But it took me going through my own depression to understand the thoughts behind it. Because yeah. I remember with my suicidal thoughts, it was more of, it's not what I have. It was just the point that I didn't want to feel like I was mm -hmm. feeling no way. Yeah. I couldn't it's like, take what can that. You do no more. about it, yeah. right? When you wanted to not be that, and then you like you know it, it, you can't. There's no switch. There's no way to just cut it off, right? You yeah. feel me? It's like just I'm either I'm gonna have to feel this, or I'm gonna have to take myself out. Yeah. And it's that pain, pain is is a. I was telling him, you know, my homeboy yesterday, that I hold on to the pain in my life. Like and that's what really pushes me through stuff because I can remember stuff that hurt me a whole lot quicker than I can remember the best times of my life. You wanna know what it is? Why? Cause trauma reshapes your brain. Mm -hmm. It's just a fact. Absolutely. You can have ten great memories, but if a trauma was to happen on that eleventh memory. Those 10 are gone. Mm -hmm. It completely rewires you. You get PTSD maybe or all these other things. It's just because trauma actually rewires your brain. I had a time like of some real, some recent traumas more like, well, I ain't going to say real recent, but like the last eight years being robbed twice. Oh, mm. so many men say that. Being you know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like Really, and like I said, in the black community, that shit crazy too. It is, like, it is. That because it's always us like giving each other trauma. We already born into the world with trauma, like mm -hmm. well, like genetic trauma. Yes, and people don't even know, learn about genetic trauma. So when you in the womb and your mama go through something, mm -hmm. and she dealing with trauma. It's in your DNA. Yeah. You come out with that same trauma. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that you might be scared of now. You don't even know why you're scared of certain. You're like, damn, why why I be why I get this feeling when I get around this? You don't know what's wrong mm -hmm. because you've been through some genetic trauma. So now you grow up, you get older, and you're dealing with things from childhood trauma. Now you're an adult, and then you get adult trauma. Mm -hmm. And when so you get robbed, like I don't think that's a feeling like nobody else can describe unless you've been through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what's about to happen at this time. Like Looking down the barrel of a gun, you kind of, you already like shit, but it's probably over with. Like, that's thick. I know that's a thick new feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, especially when it's coming from your people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, your people. You know what I'm saying? Coming from your people. Your people. But you know, so many men have talked to me about being robbed, and I've yes. come in contact. Like, I remember I had an ex who, we used to be sleeping in bed, and he would just jump up, just jump in his sleep. Yeah, I deal with that. I deal with it. I just wake up out of nowhere, just jump, and I'm up. Yeah. And after I jump up, it's like, nah, I ain't no going back to sleep. Yeah. And I go downstairs. That's exactly how I, he I was. I sit downstairs straight up. Like, it was a time where, you know, she used to come home, and she used to try to call me before she came to the door. Because she like, look, it's me coming in. Like, because I was so on it. It was wow. like, I don't know what I may do. You know what I'm saying? Because the time period of me being robbed, it was like back to back. And the first person I got robbed by was my blood cousin. 
Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it threw me off. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my first cousin, like. So, you know what I'm saying? Him and his homeboys. So, that threw me. You know what I'm saying? That really threw me. Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jealousy, man. Envy. Envy. For real, take care of them and they Powerful still want more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Something else that they said also like made me want to touch on it because um, you were talking about your partner, your fiance. Is there anything that we can do as women? Because I feel like something that I may struggle with is, is starting that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Without maybe outright saying it, because that may be a trigger for someone. How how are we as women to start those conversations when we notice those signs? When we see those signs, like what is something that we can say to kind of reel you back in? I don't. You say you know it, it could be a. Tr- I don't know. I couldn't never see it being a trigger. If my fiance ever pulled me to the side or ever set me down somewhere, mm-hmm. ever wanted to, and. I'm glad that you brought it up because she is like, I ain't going to say the only person because I don't want to shade nobody else in my life, Mm -hmm. but like has actively, you know, tried to find me doctors and tried to find me therapists to go to. And we've looked at people who, you know, prices and, you know, and she's actively made this her job, you know what I mean? Like, because I told her that I wanted to get help. So she's actively really trying to get me help. Even when I say I won't help now and tomorrow it's all good. I'm like, no, I'm good. She like, no, no, I found this therapist, you know, we need to really go, you know, see about her, and, you know, and I give her my little criteria about what I want in the therapist. And, you know, she's actively trying to find me what I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's solid. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, the biggest thing is if you see somebody, if you hear somebody talking about them going through something or talking about hurting themselves, like, and, you know, you talk to them and they say, they, they you know, they want, they want help. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you should really. You have to press the issue to get people help because I say I won't help, but at the end of the day, I might wake up tomorrow and be like, "Man, look, I ain't talking about it." So yeah, and it that's been my attitude. It, it come out of nowhere. It's like I ain't, like, I ain't talking about it. I'm straight. Uh, these niggas yeah. think I'm crazy. I ain't crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like I ain't going to talk about it. It do give it. you a balance when your lady asks you. You know what I'm saying? Because I can say mine do ask like, "You okay?" Mm-hmm. Like on a daily, like on a daily, like you okay? Making sure that I'm okay. So you need something, it, you know? It, it, it is a balance in it, but like I said, like you said earlier. For men that's out partying every night, ain't got no woman to go home to. Yeah, right. just out here like, well, I'm trying to hit something new tonight. Every every night, that's all they care you, about. You catching, y'all you know saying these spiritual and sexual ties to these yeah. people now. You know, not even realizing like you're not even thinking about the spiritual part mm-hmm. of it all. Like you just like whatever, I'm just about to hit her and boom. Like it ain't that easy, bro. You didn't went inside this woman, this woman's womb. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what trauma she didn't went through. So now you taking that with you. And so, putting it in somebody else. And putting it in somebody else. And right. this is this yep. is an every night thing. You going to the club, drinking, drinking, drinking. Like doing things that you know you're not really not supposed to do. So now your insides already messed up. Literally, you messing your insides up 24-7. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You going home dealing with this trauma and this pain, you ain't got nobody to talk to. So if you're already dealing with issues from your mother, if I was you, just about to say that. If you're not able to call your mom and like, hey, mom, I'm going through this, blah, 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 and she listened, then it's like, you just out you. Yeah. Like, you, you really ain't got no heart. You really ain't about to be sitting here talking to no woman about nothing because I can't trust you. I feel like a lot of who we are, well, I know a lot of who we are comes from childhood. I tell people all the time, mm-hmm. nobody really knows, but the first five years, in the first five years of your life, zero to five years old, you learn more in that time frame than you do in your whole life. People don't know that. That's why it's so important to be there for them babies. Mm-hmm. Because they learn how to love. 
they learn how to care. They learn how to receive love. Mm-hmm. They learn learn how to receive care. Mm-hmm. They learn how to express themselves or not. Yep. They learn everything. Self control is like the biggest thing that you need to, that your child needs to learn. Self control is a is a building factor that builds upon everything else too. Yeah, I I agree. I can yeah, agree with that. I feel sure. like it's, it's scientifically like. Yeah. Proven that self control is like one of the major things in behavior analysis. Mm-hmm. Like your level of self control determines what you do, how you do it throughout your entire life. The yeah. self, like you said, the self control that you learn is if you do not have self control as a child, you will never have it in your life. Like yep. if, your, if your self control is low in your childhood, it's going to be low for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like it's, that's never going to change. Yeah. If it's high when you're a child, it's going to be high for the rest of your life. It's like that's one thing that you don't have the option. Like you said, when you five, after five, you know. Your brain still develops, but it don't develop as much as it does. It does, right. And when it comes to self-control, that's a good point. I always say, if you don't have self-control, you're a disease. A virus. A virus. Everything that you touch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You, when you touch something, it's not going to be for the better. I know that for a fact. But having self-control is a major thing. I always say self-control is my best friend. And that's a fact. Because if we acted on... Nine out of the ten things that we think about, we'll be fucked up. Oh, I know I would. I don't know about y'all. I, I think, like, as parents now, like, being that I know what I know, mm-hmm. I feel like if my parents would have had the knowledge that I know and would have worked on their mental health, I would have been way better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, with my kids, I, I'm able to teach them a lot, like, mm-hmm. patience and a whole lot, like, because of what I didn't been through. Mm-hmm. So it's more like, like with my daughter, like sometimes she may get, she may say things, and other people look at me like, "Man, you let her say that," but I let her be more open. I let her express herself more of like the old way of your grandparents, like "Shut up, stay mm-hmm. in a child's place." You know what I'm saying? Because children have emotions too; they have feelings, and they I do. think we forget that. We like, "Hey, hush, be quiet, don't ask me this." You know, you know what I'm saying? They ask a question, it's like, "Hey, don't don't worry about that." And it's kind of like they, they like you say, zero to five. They asking questions. They learning. Yep, like, that's all they do. So when you when you shutting them down all the time, you don't even realize like that that's installed and it's instilled in them now. Like mm-hmm. consistently. Like all you people is like, hush, stop, be quiet. Like and they just asking you a question or anything. Like I had to learn more like my daughter in the car, she's like, Hey, where we going? And I remember asking my mom, she was like, just shut up and ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But now it's more like, she's like, Where we going? I'm gonna give you an answer. Like I'm going to tell you where we're going because eventually you're going to know where we're going. So why not just go ahead and tell you where we're going? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're asking a question, unless I'm trying to surprise you. But other than that, if you if you really want to know, like, that is where we're going, I'm not about to be like, man, be quiet. Start asking questions. Yeah. You know? And that um, leads to another statistic that I, I found crazy. It says youth with severe depression has increased from 5.9% to 8.2% in five years. So severe depression in youth is growing. Yeah, the kids. It's becoming more common because they have they have feelings. And we don't talk, we don't think about that. Yeah, we like you young. You ain't you ain't you got no know. nerves. Look, they like you ain't got. That no was nerves. the favorite thing to yeah. say. You don't know what nerves is. You ain't got no nerves. You don't yeah. know what love is. <laughs> for real, for real. I think taking a uh, a psychology class is like. Detrimental to learning everything about humans. Yeah, and sociology. Because like after taking classes and stuff, man, mm-hmm. it's like I try to not do a lot of stuff. Like I try not to be harder on my sons than I am on my daughters. Mm-hmm. I try not to like 
gentrify stuff. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, it's it's not okay for you to cry. You a man. You know what no, I mean? I try I not to do cry. that. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Like, I try to teach my kids to be open. Like you said, open. Mm-hmm. Express yourself however you want to, and it's okay for you to do that. And nobody's going to tell you different. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I want you to bear the economy. Like, I don't, I don't want my sons or I don't want my daughter when they get teenagers. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, you know, like, us growing up, we was I was scared, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mama know I was smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I wish I would have had a connection with her more, like... To be able to be honest. Ma, you know what I'm saying? I'm smoking. Yeah. And she's like, well, if you're going to do it, do it in the house. Do it, you right. that, too. Because when I told my dad, it was like, oh, if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke with me. Right. So I was more comfortable. I was like, oh, yeah, pop, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of made me be more away from my mother because... I feel like when I'm around you, it's like you you expecting me to be one person. Like I'm an adult now. Yeah. And you don't respect me as an adult. She's still looking at me as her son, her little boy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like that no more, Ma. So But yeah. see, you know when when you when it's parents like that and it's parents that look at their children like, you know, grown kids, it's like, you know, you still my little child. You reinforce that by not stepping out, saying, you know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You reinforce it by allowing her to feel how she feels. Mm-hmm. And not stepping up, like, hey, look, you know. It's just because with my mama, I was open with her about everything, mm-hmm. and I mean I'm like that with my siblings too. Like you yeah, know, I am. you know, my oldest brother, the only person in my life that I can say that I went through like majority of everything I done went through family wise. You know, losing both parents. You know what I mean? Like he done been there through all of it, and it's like you know I talk when we talk. I tell them like you know if I got AIDS tomorrow, you would be one of the first ones I told, and I wouldn't feel like you know what I'm saying. Like nah, you my brother. Yeah. If I can't tell you, then who I'm going to tell? Okay, and like going from youth to adulthood, it says, I I read another statistic statistic that 30.6% of men have suffered from depression at some point in their life. I think people can go through depression and not know that it's depression. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely attest to that. Yeah. I, I got to a point where I just felt like it was just me. You know, when I went through those real lows and sometimes like those real highs, they call it mania. Um, I felt like that was just me. You know, that was just my attitude. That was just my characteristic just or my flaw or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was learning to accept it until the suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. and the anxiety, the extreme anxiety creeped in. Then it was like, oh shit, I have a problem. People mm. tell themselves, man, that it's, it's just life, and it's like, nah, but that really ain't life. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It really ain't I think, life. I think, I think it's some people that got such a good support system. Like, as soon as they think of depression, they over to like, they able to like overthink it, like, or not able to think about it as much because they have a support system of people that's there all the time around them. Mm-hmm. They kind of really love them and help them. So when they going through a depression, it's kind of like. Y'all went through it for a little bit, but I ain't worried about it no more. But it's really still there. Mm-hmm. It's just you cope with You got cope people to help it. cope you through it. So, mm-hmm. Or yeah, you have but. people, again, who self-medicate. Or you have um, people who don't have that support system and they crash. Yeah. Because yep. without a support system, you're going to, yeah. You can still and even have if a support you have, system and crash, though. That's yeah. what I was about to say. That's why I just yeah. said that. If you have a support system, you can still crash because you, you feel you alone be, uh, or you don't feel comfortable with expressing Or you could have been cradled. On. You could have yep. been cradled too long, you yep. know. Baby, like not out there like, hey, like you've been taking care of your whole life. You ain't never had to do nothing. Yeah. So, I feel like that's, I feel like it'd be a crutch to you also having too much support. That's true. 
You know what I'm saying? Because wow. if something happens, you never to you, actually deal. Yeah, you never have to think about it anytime. For say, if you had support like a family, that anytime you fail on your ass, you know, like grandma you gonna get picked up. Gra- grandma gonna give you ten thousand. Here you go. Yeah, get back right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not re- it's not reality. Like in our situations, like especially in our communities. See, but I don't know, man, because I think I read somewhere that like. Rich people probably commit suicide they more do. than anybody else. I can believe that. Yeah, I can too. Yeah, I can too. Because money don't buy happiness. No. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're supposed to have joy. Money can buy you convenience. That's just about it. That's it. That's all. And material things. I feel like, in a way, you know what I'm saying? Money, depending on what you spend money on, it could buy happiness. Like, for example, like, because it can buy memories. So, say, say. I said, if I had a million, I wouldn't be worried about nothing. You get what I'm saying? It, I I feel like this. Depending on your mental state. Yeah. Money could, money could, by having because mentally, if you good, if you already mentally good, and you get a mi- hundred million, you're mentally good. You ain't about to be like, well, I'm about to go ball out. Well, it depends you, on what your stresses are. Because I guess yeah. if you broke, if you if you a broke person, then money probably would make you happy. But if you rich, then I got something to say about it too. You, you know you ain't stressing about you know, your money, your stresses aren't around money. They probably around something else. Yeah. People, who, you know, like I said, who broke. You know what I mean? That maybe they care themselves because they ain't got no money. They feel like failures on that level. They can't take care of their family. Yeah. They can't take care mm-hmm. of themselves. They can't yeah. take care of their kids. That's a part of like, it as well. That's a major part of I'm it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a poisonous growth out here. Like why do I, I shouldn't be here? Because mm-hmm. I can't right. put my offer back in. You know what I'm mean? saying? So a lot of um, men feel those pressures. Anytime that I speak to a man, that's one of the number one things that they say. Like, even if you're me, being single, speaking to men, um, they aren't ready for a relationship because their money ain't right yet. Yes, that's, yeah. I hear that so much. I got to get, I got to get my stuff to, got to get my finances in line. I'm not ready to have a wife. I don't have the money for that. It's, It's financial burden Bears down on men so hard, so hard. yeah, and it's reinforced in everywhere in life. Everywhere in life, because like you, you like you can get a woman that's like I, I understand. She like, oh, well, I'm with you for you, like, and that's understandable. Like, but at some point, she gonna be like, hey, you need some, you need to get some money, like. Oh no, you gonna have to be doing something. Yeah, see, and that's the point. But you got men at the same time that's like they dead out here, like they don't, they don't really know, like. How to be men. How to be men, right. They how don't know how to be men. And it's like, yeah, women can't teach them, but I feel like more of, I feel like, like, y'all asking what can y'all do, I feel like if y'all be more nurturing, like, because now you got a lot of women, like, for example, you got, like I say, I don't have an issue with women that like city girls. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is when you really live by what the city girl is talking about, you, you out here tripping. Like, yeah. You not being who you who you naturally are. Like you going against your natural self. Like you being emotionless. Like oh, I'm just out here. Like I finesse these niggas. Like that's not normal. Like that's not it's natural. Not, it's <laughs> like, not okay. Forget it's not normal. Okay. It's not okay. Like, it's not cool. Like but now you got a bunch of young like the youth. Like we talking. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like but well, that's what I do. Like. These young girls like, well, if that nigga ain't got no money, then I ain't fucking with him. So if right. you if you a 17, 18 year old boy, you in high school, your senior year, and you broke, and you see all these women, all these girls, she want she want the dope boy in school, and you got self and you got you self conscious, what you think you gonna want to do? Right. 
And it goes back to um, I had said that a lot of men do go for women who lack depth. Yes. Wow. And then you know they get that oh well she a gold digger she ain't this she ain't that but you're going for women who lack yes. depth. Yeah. It's what you it's what you keep going to get. And right. You're not going for the women that you know what I'm saying. Who actually have something going on on the inside? Right. Who have a soul and have a spirit and have a feeling and an energy? Who can speak connect life. with you from a, across the room? Right. She need to speak life into you. Yeah. So if you can get one of the women that speak life into you, like that's gonna motivate you. Like that's gonna tell you if you ain't got no money, you ain't got no job. Like, hey, get up, come on, we about Let's to go. go. We about yeah. to go. Like she waking you, she dead serious, but she gonna make sure you get to work and all. Like you good. That's what you need to do because a lot of women don't do that. Some women like that nigga, bro, he ain't got no job. He just sit around all day. It ain't a lot of women out here like that though. Like what? Like this. Oh yeah, nurturing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not. So when you get them, it's like. I I bet the difference. Damn, KT, we the last of a dying breed, I guess, honey. You can't bet the difference on that. Now I'm telling you the truth. Oh yeah, yeah. That's... I don't know, I know a lot of women like that. Well, yeah, that's say. just because probably because I'm like that, but. I know a lot of women like that. Yes. A lot. Like I said, we going to the women who lack depth. Yes. And you overlook the women. Yes. You can tell that in a conversation. Mm -hmm. I do. I do know a lot of women that's nurturing, but that's because of the people that I didn't position myself around now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like me going through my spiritual journey had me around a bunch of conscious sisters and it was more like. Conscious. Like. Keyword. They, when you run into those type of spiritual women, like they are always motivating you. Like mm -hmm. it's it's consistent. Like like you feel it. Like you feel that energy. Like they see it in you. Like when yeah. when you conscious, like you see it in them. You feel it. You feel when somebody off. Like and that's the thing with me. Like I feel like the people I be around when they off, I feel it instantly. Like what's wrong? What's up? You can't even tell me like no, I'm good. Like no, you're not, bro. Right. Like, what's up? So with me and my homeboy, like we talk. Like. But I hit him in the morning like, you good? You good mentally, bro? Like, all right. Then we start with our conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, let me let me make sure you straight before we just start talking. That's true. Because I, I, I remember, well, just not too long ago, I had I had massaged this guy's hands. And he was like, I ain't never had that done to me before. Mm-hmm. Somebody massage your hand? It's the small thing. You ain't never had nobody touch you? Hey, hey, not massage your hands. Though. Yeah, massage your hands. I asked men, have you them tools that you got right there? Um, have you ever had a woman? Get them tools right there, baby. Make love to you, caress you, kiss you. Have you had that before? Nah, because it's programmed for us to do it. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, it's a well, ten times out of ten, I've seen so far, it's a no. It, it's kind of like like they can already condition us with holidays, but then it's extra because on holidays it's more like it's about the kids and the women. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So being now, now we that's two things. You condition now, boom. Now you are now you like, but I gotta make sure my girl got something more. I gotta make sure my kids got this. So like I said, that play another thing on your your mental. Mm -hmm. Like we say, trying to make sure you straight enough because what happens when you ain't straight enough? You get stressed out, you get depressed, you start wanting to do things you ain't got no business doing. That's a part of robbery. Yeah, that's why a lot of robberies happen mentally. You you getting stressed, you're like, boy, I, I need. He ne never would have happened if he was straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got some money in pocket. You ain't worried about robbing nobody. It's... What types of tips or encouragement can you guys give other men to tell them to keep holding on, to keep fighting? 
Shit, really just heal, man. Like, I, make I, it your mission. Man. I can't, I can't tell you to cope with it because that's not healthy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. let it out. Like, if you ain't, if you ain't got no homeboys around you that you can't talk to, man, you gotta, let, you gotta cut them off. Man. Like, can I interject? Get you some homegirls too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. But I'm saying, like, on a <laughs> on a man level, like, it's certain things that we can talk to talk to women about, and certain things we're gonna talk to our boys about. And Just out of respect. It's different when you're talking to your boys too, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's different when you're talking to somebody who you feel like can actually relate to what you're saying. Right. And it's not that you know women can't relate yeah. to it, but it's like when I tell you like about how hard it is just to be a man to go out your door. You We're not going to understand that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like the aspect up. of the pride that men have. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's serious. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is a serious, real... Serious. That is, I don't know about nobody else, man, <laughs> but that's the principle that yeah. I wake up every day on, my pride. Yeah, you know me, me too, yeah. anything else, it's um, like... I got this And can't nobody Take that from me You're not gonna take my pride Yeah you ain't gonna take my pride man. That's just, right That's my driver every day If somebody take that from me Then I'm really dead out yeah. here Like <laughs> Who am I I'm nobody so, so it's like you know But sometimes you know You need to Like you said With your homeboys And your friends Man you gotta put that pride To the side man You need yeah. to talk you about What to. you're going through Yeah And you need to cry about it You, you need, need to cry, cry Man if you got a homeboy That's gonna laugh Cause you crying Man that's, that's crazy your homeboy. That's your homeboy Right Sucker. Cause that nigga Going through something too Yeah he go. is Yeah he yeah. wanna laugh it off And tell it And make yeah. it seem like It's a joke Cause he don't wanna believe Cause like, that shit oh, probably really... Hit him like yeah. exactly. I don't know how yeah. to feel right now Right Let's joke about it Right He don't wanna cry with you You know what I'm saying But that's your man mature man That ain't your man's Y'all both need help you gotta yeah. be mature. We, we, we too old. Too. We too old to be playing and laughing about a situation like that. Like there ain't nothing funny about that at all. Yeah. Like, and I do feel like that's a big issue. Do having home, but because like like I said, your home girl can talk to you about it, but y'all ain't gonna really. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna really feel me all the way. Like it's certain, it's certain things that you ain't gonna be comfortable even talking to a female about when it comes to being a man. Like you say, with pride. Right. So let me talk to my man about this real quick. Because you definitely, you you might not want to go to a girl and be like, man, look, I'm broke. Yeah, I was just about to ask you an example. I was about to ask you an example. I needed an example too. Yeah. Because <laughs> just to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, baby, yeah, everything's man. straight, bro. Wait, sweetheart, we good. I ain't knowing you ain't got it. Pull around the bank and got it, say zero dollars. Yeah, baby, we straight. Sleep good tonight. Call your homeboy cry. Nah, for real, man. No, I see. just feel like, I, I guess being on the other side, because my male best friend is Rashad. I've been there for him. Um, I've heard to me, yeah, everything. the nitty gritty. Yeah. So, but it's different though. Like I do, I know, I understand yeah. it, but I just want men to also know that they can speak to women. Yeah. Right. You can have platonic friends and, right. and women. Like a lot of times, men meet women and it's automatically a romantic connection. Yep. It That's has better. to be. But it's so many dope ass females out here that you don't even get to. Get that. I feel like sometimes we we romanticize instead of being friends. Yes. Like, yeah, she might be beautiful, but what if she really a friend? What if y'all you know saying you you get with her and be with her? And even, y'all don't work out now. Y'all don't even like each other, but yeah. y'all was really cool, mm-hmm. right? Really, she was really a good ass friend. You good feel as me? Fuck. But you didn't hurt her, so now y'all ain't cool. No it more. ain't gonna happen. So now I, you gonna miss that? I, I feel like you have many different soulmates in life. You don't have friends. one. As, yes. as friends though, a lot of I feel like a lot of so people look at soulmates just like relationships. It's not. But you have soulmates as friends too. You feel like 
But it's really my dog. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? For, like, for real, you for real. Like, people. Yeah. yeah. You connect like, people. Certain people got friends, like, they, they deal with, like, yeah, I see you out, but what's up? Boom, boom, boom. But your real dog, like, it's a, it's a complete different energy with them. Like, yeah. Just like with women, though. It's the same thing. I feel like growing up, like, me having personally a male best friend, I see stuff from a different angle. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm able to connect with men because of the relationship that I have mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. So, I connect with men quickly. You know, mm-hmm. they express themselves quickly with me. They're able to open themselves to me because I know what it is to have that interpersonal relationship yeah, with a man. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Knowing how I have been there for Rashad or been there for these other males, I'm like, there's outlets out here. It's females, but right. we're too busy chasing the romance and not the actual person. Right. Yeah, but what's even crazy is that's not a question that's asked like on the first time of meeting somebody. So it's like, a lot of like with this society now, it's like shit. Either I meet you on Instagram when you trying to smash, or, like, right. or I wear the club tonight and you trying, to, trying to smash. smash. Right. Right. So it's like either it's but a it's smash, smash, to smash, it's smash, yeah. smash. Like it's, it's it's no. So I'm not about to be in a club. Like, but you mentally good. Like who who, who really gonna ask a female that in the middle of the club? So you that's what that's what I'm saying. Who on who in the inbox really like starting off like mentally like you straight. That's a me. I feel like yeah, you. Yeah. But I feel like that is a big issue. Like you meet a female, but you like, but she bad. But you don't even know. But like she got some trauma. But even if demons she dealing with, you know, like I just like on my Twitter. Like I'm heavy on my Twitter page. Like heavy on my Twitter page. Mm-hmm. And I see people like females that be going through stuff, and I write them. You know, on some yeah, real like you know, and it's always like you know what I mean. They thinking you trying to holler. Yeah. Like, no, I'm no, really right. Like, like the concerned. They try to play like, damn. Yeah. I, really just, I really was just trying to be consistent. Oh, it's like, don't you got a girl? Like, whoa, what did I say? That I can't say. Like, I'm not right. Yeah, or right. oh yeah, what you write me for? Trying to uh, hit you with something short? Like, okay, like damn. Like, you I know really... how hard it is to not get that mentality. Of, like, you know what, man? I ain't even checking on nobody no more. I ain't right. writing nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like. Because somebody, one person, two people, a majority of the people that yeah. you are trying to reach out to on something else, they, you know, yeah, I write niggas on my Twitter page that, you know, I done seen talking about stuff like, bro, you know, if you really need to talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you hit me up. You know, I know I don't know you. I ain't trying to be weird. You know what I'm saying? But that's for real, for real. I feel like that goes back to that. Um being able to express yourself and have that open open communication. I feel like as a female and women, I am talking to y'all, we do shut men down a lot. A whole lot. A lot. Yeah. And that's why these statistics are built the way that they are. Yeah. Like, what did it say? A man kills himself every 20 minutes. Yeah. And somebody could have saved a man every 20 minutes. We're supposed to be strong. That's, how that's what society says, what society and I think that's says. so twisted. Like to man, put all that pressure on a man. man. Can't have nothing. It's kind of like when a woman going through something. Like like he was saying, like a woman in the store, she break down everybody running. If a woman on Facebook, like the press hurting, everybody to support her. But you know what I'm saying? It's more like if a man say something, it's kind of like. And I see that on my time. Like, it, all the it's time, dead. You know? Like people like man, come on, man, get right, but ain't nothing wrong with your butt. Shake Ooh, it off, bro. Your homeboy saying shit like that. Not for the book. Yeah, not for the book, bro. Not for, <laughs> what? That ain't funny. Bro, yeah, that is. What are you talking about? Yeah, not for the book. Like, if I can't help me, somebody reach out. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> no, bro, not on the Listen. book, bro. That ain't you. Hey, bro, hey, call me, bro
Damn. <laughs> there's it really there's the Facebook friend it's that I had. Kill myself, bro. What you mean? Take it down. No, it bro, pull up on me. Guy. Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> come see about me. Hey. I'm finna come pull up on you because you tripping or whatever it is. Like, where you at, man? man? We finna I just see niggas laugh at niggas when they say that. Yeah, like, man, that shit a joke. Like, it will real life ha ha the post. Yeah, ha ha. Then put the laughing emojis as comments. Like, boy, you stupid. Like, hold on. Put the crying face. I see people all the time. Comments, like I see people all the time post stuff like I'm so sick of people coming to Facebook talking about they suicidal. What I am tired of it. No, 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 I'm, no. I will never get tired. I'm of gonna it. tell you why they come to it because it's an outlet now. Right. The only reason now, let me tell you from my POV why I say that because. The energy that you put out there affects other people's energy. So I can be having a great day. And if I right. scroll my timeline, see, oh, this and this and this and this. So then I'm like, damn, damn, damn. Now my whole mood done changed. I know? get that, but... It if a person is really suicidal, it's social media. It's social media. But, like it's social media, and a lot of it you can't distinct you what can't is control. honest and what is attention. Well, so you gotta, that's why you got to deal that's with That's the thing. I would take it serious. I take every one of them serious. Yeah, you got to check, check in on what you can control. So, who jokes about being suicidal though? A lot of people. A lot of people. Some people do. Nah. A lot of people. Do. You know, what's up for attention. Even if it's just a listen, listen. How you know? Your mouth is a powerful thing. Your mouth is a powerful thing. Thing though, so if you're constantly joking and saying, "Oh, I want to kill myself," or "I don't feel like I get," you know what? That demon gonna jump right on your ass, and you really gonna start to feel that way, there's even people, if you're joking about people who like might be having an argument with their girlfriend and be like, "Oh, I want to kill myself now on Facebook just to get her attention, so she yeah, can now." It, speak it, to him. Too, it, it can go both ways though. Let's we look at it both ways. Be real and say, "I ain't never seen nobody on my." I right, seen I haven't. I know, I know, it's a thing, but I'm saying. I've never seen a personally. I haven't either. Some they spe- on mm-hmm. my Facebook page, on my timeline, going through it's some of and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill myself," and it was like, "Yeah, never." In, in order not to see it, I, I feel have. like you just gotta delete yourself from social media because exactly. in the life that we live in, now, right. like, exactly. Either either you don't I'm have one, so lie. you don't see it, or that's why I don't be on Facebook though because I, realize I reach how much out to it's, the people. It's an emotional driver. Yeah, right, like, right. I said, like, you change people's emotions. Yeah. I feel like we just have to be more we have to be more accountable for ourselves and if you do feel that way that's why we're having this discussion so people can get more used to reaching out for help right instead of I feel like going to social media for it is real empty you're not gonna get a lot of help and if you do not, not get genuine. people exactly it's they want to know your genuine. business they yeah. want to know what's going on but, but who, or they want to just say that they said something to you right but who gonna so they can get it out their conscience if you actually do go through exactly. it oh, I reached out honey I re- who gonna go out in the real world now though and just be like oh man I just want to kill myself like you get what I'm saying? Like right. we so we've been so conditioned to put our feelings into Facebook. And man, let you know if you you know what you, if you go out into the public and say you're gonna kill yourself, they're gonna do to you. People is gonna look at you crazy. And if they do take you serious, they're gonna put you right on in the nut house. Like, yeah, like you're most definitely. But no, no, I don't feel like that's because you're a retard. I feel like you do need mental help, health help. But I don't know. I don't I feel like the mental helpful. house is helpful. Is helpful to everyone. I feel like it's because <clears> some people, like I say, they want that attention. Say. <laughs> say uh, uh, you know, say somebody in your family, just a family member. You want them to pay attention to. You want a little more attention from them, and that's all you want. A mental home not gonna do that for you. That's why I said, like, if you want that, you talk to your family about that. Don't put it on you, Facebook. But just because you could really be suicidal about that situation, yeah. then you need help. But what if they don't want to listen to you? 
What if your family don't want to listen to you? You need to get help. Me, so you but me going to get help not, is not going to help right. me. It's still not healing me. You can get mentally evaluated to see what's going on because having suicidal thoughts is not normal. Why is it not normal? Listen, it is normal. If I, it's see, not normal. Yes, it is. If I'm thinking... If I'm, if I'm thinking... Suicide I want to... I want to... Yes. A mental... It's a mental illness. Yes. Listen, but... It's not normal. If that's the, if that's the case, you know how many people have a mental illness? That a lot of people... One in right. five people. Right. It's a difference like everyone talk about it like you know it's normal. Like it's normal. <laughs> One in right. five people. Instead yeah. of instead of putting it onto a onto onto a platter of like, oh no, you something's wrong with you. If you that, yeah. I, that's the problem. No, See, something's wrong. That's exactly. Wrong. And I understand that. But it's like it's nothing wrong with you. Like you're you're not slow. Everybody's you're not, going no, through not shit. Slow, like, no. but it's like don't I don't like approaching mental health like oh no you know it's, it's, it's not right. It's a it's not right. No, this net is not normal. You shouldn't feel like that. Of course, you know you naturally you shouldn't feel like yeah, that. But yeah. when you put it into that tone, it kind of run you away. From puts it on the back. It, yeah, it, it gives See, it a bad stigma. Yeah, it gives it a stigma. It does, but I don't, now that slow part and all that I ain't never said yeah. that day of my life. Never thought it. Cause. Never at all. But I recognize it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And people need to recognize it's okay not to be okay. Right. Nobody is perfect. Yeah, you can. What we talked about accepting right. things for what it is and stop trying to reassign roles to make it be something that it's not. Right. We have to be real. We have to be raw and honest. It's not normal. It's not okay. But it's okay not to not be okay. okay. Right. Okay, yeah, I like the way you put it like that. And I do I do want to say, since we were talking about mental homes and things like that, mental rehabilitation centers or whatever, coming from a person who was just there, like literally, basically, day up there the other day, twice in the last few months, I don't feel like mental hospitals are I think people look at them like the end all be all. It's just the stealth. Yeah. It's just you saying that I'm not okay. They get you with some therapists that can point you in the right direction, but it's not the end all be all. And if you go into it thinking that these people are going to magically help you or give yeah, you some yeah, yeah. sort of magical pill, it's going to make you worse. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't really agree with mental hospitals and like their whole like you know concept of kind of making you feel like if you come there everything's gonna get much better but I do say they point you in the right direction right. I'm in a much better state and I have to say if I didn't go to a mental hospital I swear I would not be sitting here yeah I think a lot of it too like when we're talking about the youth like embarrassing I think like mm-hmm. when you was younger you know you had mental issues and like we said talking about trauma from youth and they put you in a slow class. Mm-hmm. They put you in there and say, you know what I'm saying, he bad. He in the, he in the bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We call, we put you in a class, like your own category. And everybody everybody knew what class you everybody was in. Knew what class everybody knew class. Everybody had that homeboy that was in that class. And you got like, picked down for that. And, and you, to, when he was around you, you like, damn, boy, he my boy. My boy ain't crazy. Mm-hmm. But but to the school, but he bad. He like, you don't know what he did with at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so we don't know. We don't know what they're dealing with at home. It's kind of like, damn. But we call them nut nut. But you in a nut nut? Really not in a nut nut. You feel me? So that's where the embarrassing, the embarrassment come from. That it start from that. Like a lot of kids was in that class and nothing, nothing really wrong with them. But they didn't have no. They didn't get no help. So I do right. feel like in a school system. Mental health should be a big thing. It is. It, it from should elementary be. school. Yeah, yeah. From elementary school. I definitely school. agree. Because so many people um, suffer from it. Like I said, one in five 
people have had a mental health either a crisis or a mental health issue. Um, 6.1 million Americans have bipolar disorder. 16 million Americans have major depression. Like, the statistics are there. And I just think that we have to stop pussyfooting around it mm-hmm. and accept it, recognize it, and then heal from it. Because if you don't accept it and then recognize it, you're not going to heal. I, that I don't want nobody to feel like I'm slow or I'm crazy. Don't listen. Recognize, accept that there's something wrong with you. Recognize it being so you can heal it. I think that's the big thing: being embarrassed. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't know who. You know, you don't just want to open up to anybody, especially if we introverted. Yeah. You got, you got to take that into consideration because a lot of people are like, well, I'm just not about to go to anybody and express myself. You want to go to the ones closest to you. So that's why I was saying like. If your, if your partners, man, they if you can't go to them and talk to them, and that's like with men, like if I can't sit around you, and we actually talk about something real other than partying and women. You know what I'm saying? We can't talk about success, then I don't need you around me. Mm-hmm. Right. For real, for real, I ain't. I ain't really thinking about all that other stuff, bro. Like every day, I'm waking up on a mission. Like, bro, I gotta get to where I need to be. I need generational wealth for my kids. And I also want to point out, when you are that person that someone can confide in, don't just um, absorb their energy and just think that you're okay because you help heal somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because that's not the case. Yeah, you need to heal yourself Um, right after that. You're going to have to. The healer needs to be healed, too. Mm -hmm. And you then need to speak with somebody. Even psychiatrists and all of them, they have to speak to somebody mm-hmm. because mental health is, like I said, a, it's a constant thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, growing up, I was always that person to want to be there for people. Me too. To, to want to heal people. And then, like I told Janae, I was having breakdowns three or four times a year. And nobody would know. You're I would just be in my room crying. Just... I, I, uncontrollably I didn't want oh I, I just want to delete social media and I don't want to talk to nobody and it's just because I always absorbed but never released so if you are going to be that person for somebody just make sure that you also are taking care of yourself exactly. and your own mental health for sure because I think it was part of my breakdown is I had been caring so much for other people and just putting myself to the back burner feeling like "Ah, I get through it. I always bounce back. I'm resilient. You know what I'm saying? But it comes a time and a point where you feel like I was starting to feel like like I was going to be misunderstood. Like how you able to give good advice, but you can't even take your own advice. But like when you balance that shit in your mind, I don't think people understand like how powerful the mind is because I could literally vent to KT and be feeling good with her and then hang up and get off the phone and feel just like I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I still be thinking, KT said, you know, keep your head up. We good. Whatever the case may be. So it's like you battle with your mind. It's like, I don't know. It's just like... And then I can get off the phone with you and be like... <sighs> yep. Heavy. 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 Yeah. Because I lay it on thick. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta lay down now. I'm wore out. Right. You no, know, yeah. Taking in too much energy, draining, man. Yeah. I, if I if I take in too much, I just fuck around and go to sleep. <laughs> don't even know how I went to Let sleep. Me lay down. Just exactly. like, boy, look, well, I, I didn't got stressed out talking <laughs> to my boy. My boy, look, your boy, your boy, told you something stressful when you going through it with him, like, yeah. God, yeah. Boy, yeah. like, cause you know you gonna have to go through it with him, like, yeah. bro, like, I mean it you too, bro, to. like, you damn, have to be there for your people, mm-hmm. and I yeah. always be there for mine, without a doubt. Like, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. But that's what I'm saying. It's certain things. Say, for example, your man's going through something at home with his lady. You can't come to your lady about it. Like, certain times. Sometimes you go to your man's and talk about it, and it make you feel better. You know what I'm saying? And he, you go back, and he give you a different understanding of what's going on. And you go back, and you, you, you be good with your lady. Like, make sure you get the good advice, though, from the good homeboy, man. Make sure yeah. you talk to the right homeboy. That's what I'm saying. If you're talking to the right homeboy. Don't talk to the bachelor friend. No, yeah. don't, don't talk to him. He yeah, going to tell you all the wrong You got to talk to the homeboy that's in the right state of mind. But he, he you know what I'm saying, he helped talk to your body, and you go back, and you and your lady straight. Because sometimes you might come at your lady with how you thinking, and then it's just going to go left. Like... It ain't even gonna go how it's supposed to go, so that's why I say have that at home, but that you can call sometimes. For sure. Or that female, because you know we're trying female, to open yeah. up that communication. That, yeah, that communication is major, though. I, I do say that that is major. That's why I'm gonna have some women come to my next meeting. You know what I'm saying? The black man's healing. Circle. We have something to say about that too. Yes. So um, I wanted to uh, give some tips to people, um, whether you're the family member, the partner, the neighbor, or whatever, and just for yourself if you're not able to recognize signs of depression. These are things that you definitely want to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, you're looking out for and if you notice a friend or a, friend or a family member showing these signs, talk to them, reach out to them, show them some love, point them in the right direction to get some help. Um, but you want to make sure you're watching out for irritability, social withdrawal, Anxiety, loss of interest or pleasure, mm-hmm. physical pains. People don't talk about the physicalness and now it can physically, depression can physically hurt you. Yeah. Um, complaints, engaging in risky behaviors, yes. like doing yes. stuff that you normally wouldn't do. Right, yep. right. Not having that self control. Yep. Um, misusing drugs and alcohol. Unable to keep up with normal day-to-day tasks or and or tired or always sleepy or always sleeping or not really doing nothing. So those are just a few tips or things that you should look out for in your friends and your family member or in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you start feeling those things, catch it early. Don't sit on it. You know what I'm saying? You want to catch it at a point to where it's just a thought versus I need to act on it. Right. Because those are two different things too. You can idolize like for me, they said I was what you would call passive suicidal, meaning that I wasn't actively like, I'm going to go get a gun and do something or mm-hmm. get a bunch of pills. It was just like I wanted to die, like, you know, waking up every day wishing I was dead and just not having that motivation. That's not stuff that most people would see if you're not you're not waking up with me every day. You know what I'm saying? So as the partner, look out for those little signs because it's usually small shit. Mm-hmm. And then if you let it progress, it'll be big shit, big shit. Mm-hmm. for sure right um all in all we are gonna wrap up the episode um before we make a small announcement um and i want to want you to talk about the other man circus so i feel like we need to just start discussing these things um we need to just be open and honest with these things and when you see it say it stop being scared um in the black community it's so taboo 
to speak about mental health um because mm-hmm. you always get told you okay you just going through it it's fine mm-hmm. um but we need to make it a priority it's imperative to start the discussion mm-hmm. and um also, I just want to let the black men out here in the black community know yes. that there are sisters out here who genuinely and wholeheartedly care Love you. about your well-being. Sizable Sex Podcast loves you. And you're loved. You're important. You're special. You are abundant. Too. Yes. And um, just like she said, listen to the signs. Speak with your children. Mm-hmm. Um, instill wholeness into your children. Mm-hmm. Instill being complete, like complete by themselves, not needing no other little person to complete yeah. them. Um, instill that into your kids as well. But um, all in all, I really appreciate appreciate y'all for coming. For sure, appreciate this you. was a conversation, right. and I'm glad that it went the way that it went. I learned so much, yeah. so I definitely I appreciate to. you too. I got insight. That's what I needed. Right. Yeah. That's what we all needed. For real. Yeah. So, so do you, you want to talk about? Okay. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, Saturday, I'm having a meeting for a Black Man's Healing Circle from 12 to 2 p.m. at Coffee Underground downtown. So. If anybody want to come out and just tell your story, then meet me down there. Now, this is not the one that women can come to. This is nah, just for the men. Yeah, this is just for the men this okay. time. But um, the next one after this one will be the one for the women to come engage with the men also. Yeah. That's going to be dope. We'll be there. We will be there. For sure. Um, also, we wanted to introduce something. Sizable Sex is about to start what we call Men Mental Health Mondays. And this is yep, going to yep. be every other Monday. Um, we are going to have a group of women. You can sign up for it if you just want to speak to a woman. Or just have someone to speak to without feeling like you're being judged, without um, having any idea who you are without anything you can just speak um so this is going to be every other monday from 9 30 to 10 30 p.m we'll have what we call a mental maven call you and she'll just be there for you you do the talking it ain't gonna be about her it's gonna be all about you and it could be about anything how you feel how this is going maybe your business is or maybe you sad about this or maybe your day just didn't go good and you just want to vent we're going to be there and we're going to supply that that platform for these men so they can have more um, people to speak to. Okay, that's dope. So um, that's going to start not this Monday, but the next, next Monday. Monday. Okay. Yeah. I like so, that. Hopefully we save some people. Yeah, that's will. the mission. That is save some men. It's all about the footwork. Right. Yeah. You got to stop talking about it. And I feel like this is, it's crazy. I feel like this is kind of like something I've been into because like I said I've always been a healer I went to school for psychology so it's like it's all playing into one but I want people to be okay and I especially want our black men to be okay right you manifesting your destiny definitely for sure was there anything that you guys wanted to say anything you feel like you might have missed before we just wrap up close out no I just want my brothers to heal man that's all that's the biggest thing. I want them to heal. I want to focus on healing themselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally. You know what I'm saying? All kind of ways. Right. I want them to learn to like speak out and say something. Don't care about what other people are going to think about you. Because I feel like there's a lot of it, you know? Just thinking about what other people are going to say. So don't worry about that. 
worry about getting yourself together. And it's okay not to right. be okay. It is yep. definitely okay not to be okay. For sure. All right. That's it. That's it. That's all. We love y'all. Love you. See y'all next right. week. Peace. That's the real niggas. That's the real